This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now on FM 1071. Come on now. Funk me up. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Jimmy, I want it really nasty today. I want bass slapping. I don't want any slow stuff from the 60s. I don't want none of that. I want it to be all this. Bass slapping, funk, funk, funk. You know why? Because we're going to need it this weekend to stay warm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be just kind of like an kind of weekend. The clouds are going to roll in this afternoon, and it's not going to be the – it's not going to be super cold. It's not like a freeze-out kind of weekend. Right. But, you know, it's going to be kind of dreary. You know what I'm saying? A little uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I I haven't looked at the forecast that you sent yet, so i got to check that out and see what they're, what the boys over at AccuWeather oh, I, I sent it. I bet you did. <laughs> no doubt. Why did you say it like that? Well, because if I don't send it, guess who comes in here? Oh, yeah, Mama. Yeah, yeah Mama comes, mama in, comes here. in here and says, Where's my forecast? Got her fist balled up, you know. Well, Mama hadn't printed it for me yet. How come you haven't printed my forecast yet, Mama? What's going on? Huh? She's, she's like, like oh, I don't know. She looks constipated. She's, like, she's got a constipated look. Are you constipated? she got a constipated look. No, on that's her do-it-your-frickin-self. Oh, 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 is that what that is? <laughs> she had that evil laugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, what does it say here for tomorrow? i got to check this once again. It says uh, tomorrow, 59. Yeah. That's better than 48, uh, well, which is what yeah. they were saying yesterday. Right. 48. Can't so complain. Did, not too bad. Man. No. Uh-uh. Intervals of clouds and sun. I'll take that. Doggone yeah, it. Yeah, they've got some blizzard conditions up in the northeast and what have you. <laughs> and up in, I think it was uh, Wyoming they had some problems up there. How's the it? folks in Banger doing? It's getting through. Are they? Yeah. Is it cold there yet? It's always cold there. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking July and August and yeah, it's cold up there. Right, yeah. Thank you, Mama. All right, so she's she just brought it to me. Uh, let's see here. 66 today, clouds and sun. 59 tomorrow, clouds and sun. I think I can ride on a cloud and sun kind of day. I was worried that I wasn't going to get out to ride. Right. That was the, the, the totally selfish here. So what's the, what's the bare minimum temperature for you? <laughs> what's the cutoff point where you're like, I am not even going to – if the sun is out and it's yeah. a little cool, yeah. what's what's the cutoff temperature? My life has revolved around the number 55 for a long time. So when it's 55 – Yeah, I'm kind of done That's with the that. cutoff. Right? I, I, you know, yeah, I'm kind of a fair-weather guy. Now, some yeah. guys would call me a name for, for not riding under 55. <laughs> I've right. been called that name before, but I don't really care. <laughs> you know, call me that name. I don't sure. really care. Well, you know, whatever. It's whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> exactly. Now, and see, 55 I, is my cutoff for a lot of stuff. When I was living up in where you like to call Banger, yeah. um, the, <laughs> the cutoff temperature for me was 40. Was it? Yeah, if it got below 40, I'm not riding today. i got to tell you something, man. I ride with these guys sometimes called the Patriot Guard Riders. And they came out of that whole uh, – remember when Westboro Baptist Church was going to – our uh, the the services funeral services for our military guys coming back from Iraq, yeah. and they were you know holding up signs screaming at the family and all that. Right. So I had this guy call me one day said, "Hey, we got an idea. What we're going to do is we're going to start riding and we're going to get some bikers together and we're going to ride over to these services and we're going to stand between these Westboro idiots and the families who are trying to bury their kids." 
And so uh, and we started publicizing it on the air, and other people across the country latched onto it and all that kind of stuff. So I ride with them every once in a while. Um, so we had a police officer who died in the line of duty here in San Antonio one time, and they were doing the service over at Cornerstone Church. And it was, at, uh, it was in January, I believe. Uh, and when we all showed up over there, uh, there were, you know, uh, cops and first responders from all over the country who came in with their vehicles and Patriot Guard riders and other motorcyclists from all over the country who came in. And, Don, it was 17 degrees. Mm. 17. Yeah. On our motorcycles. Yep. That's cold enough. That's a good time, though. Uh, well, yes, it is a good time. It's Here, a good thing to do. Here's the thing. When it's, yeah. when it's that cold, you get there in a hurry. <laughs> Well, the problem is when you're doing that in a in a procession, you're you're, you're just chugging along real slow, yeah, right? You know. But anyway, yeah, it, that's that, that's probably the coldest I've ever yeah. ridden. And when you're riding in a big group like that, and I've done that before, different uh-huh. charity rides and what right. have you. And when it is cold or whatever, you don't want to be the one complaining. No, no, you no, know, because then what happens? They well, call you that. They call you that name. They get you get called you that know? name. You don't want to be called that by a bunch of guys on bikes. No, no, that's no fun. Right, take away your cred. <laughs> you don't need that. And exactly. your guard. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, fifty-five is my number for a lot of different things in my right. life because that's just been my number forever, right? Right. I yeah. mean, obviously. Here, sure. And uh, so, I, I, you know. If it gets underneath that, I'm I'm losing my interest at that point. Reconsidering your options. I really am. Transportation options. (laughs) And I don't ride in bad weather. Now, my son was completely different. Yeah. The only thing he owned was a motorcycle. That's true. Yeah. yeah, And he would not do anything else. Now, he would, when he he lived in Wimberley and worked at the Harley dealership here, and when he would ride in from Wimberley, there were a couple places he would stop to warm up. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Okay, I've gone far enough. It's time to pull yeah. in here and have a cup of coffee and sure, wait a little bit, yeah. you know. But get the feeling back in my hands. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what you lose. That's the first. I, yeah. I'll never forget a friend of mine, Chip Godfordson, a big time race car driver. Uh, he called me one day. One, one. Uh, I guess it was. Uh, he called me on Thanksgiving, and Friday was a holiday, and so he said, "Hey, do you want to ride up to Kerrville?" And he had a Goldwing, which is the big Honda, yeah. that big old geezer right. glide up a Honda, which is a great motorcycle, by yeah. the way. Great motorcycle. They're fun. And I showed up at his shop on my Harley. This was a long time ago. This was back in the 90s. And I showed up at his shop, and I knew I was in trouble when he got on that big thing and hit reverse, and it has a reverse gear on a motorcycle. (laughs) Now, who's calling who what name? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm wearing a T-shirt and an open-face helmet. And he's got the same thing on, and we ride all the way up to Kerrville. It's beautiful. We have lunch. But on the way back on I-10, we're hooking it, and it's a little bit cloudy. No, it's, it's, getting, it's getting cloudier, and the sun's going down. Right. So now the cold weather, this is a Friday after Thanksgiving, cold weather sets in, and I start to feel it. And he doesn't feel anything. And we're riding along, and he's just doing fine, and I'm shaking like a leaf on this open. I don't have a fairing or anything on the front of this bike. It's like a chopper. And uh, so I finally pull up next to him, and I point to the upcoming Exxon, like, we got to get in there for a minute. i got to warm up a little bit. Hypothermia said. i got a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So we pull in there, and I said, you ain't, man, you're not stressed about this at all. And I know you got a windshield. I don't have a windshield. Is that keeping you warm enough? He said, yeah, plus the heater. (laughs) 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 It's got a heater on that thing, man. Right. So a heater and a reverse gear. Yeah. What else do you want? A seat belt? You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
It was all set. Yeah. So we do have some news to talk about today, but we're kind of in the holiday mode, so you know we're lightening the load every once in a while. Yeah, I was talking to, to Georgia about this last night, about how Christmas is next week. Yeah. You know? And, Are you done with your shopping at all? Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. You know? You done all right? Yeah, done okay. Jimmy had a, a little bit of a good time yesterday. Uh, He ran up. Jimmy has a good can, time can, every day. Well, can we talk about this on the air? Do you mind? Oh, yeah, no, it's okay. No All right. So, well, go ahead and tell everybody. You ran up to Green to, for a sound check, right? Your yeah, old boss? Ran up to Green, Randall King. I used to tour with him before I came here to the show. Uh-huh. Hadn't seen my old tour manager and merchandise people and everybody, so just went and said hi. Yeah. You lived, everybody needs to know, you, you lived on a bus, or buses, for a long time working with these guys, right? It's, uh, it's unique. It is. Yeah. <laughs> a different world. I've, I've been there and done that, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you yeah. know, just, New new bus driver and you know they rotate the bus drivers. But you went to the sound check at Green Hall. Yeah, just the sound check. Say hi to everybody. And it was uh, Randall doing a song swap with Josh Ward, Braxton Keith, and uh, another cat. And then tonight's the full band show. So I'm gonna go back up again around three or four. I'm gonna go with you. Yeah, we can go yeah. go to Moses get something to eat. Did you go to Moses yesterday? No, I okay. didn't. It was well. Maybe we'll do that today. Yeah. You want to go? You want to go? What time? About three o'clock. Three, four, we can. Yeah, I got some angel hair pasta at Mosey's for you, Don. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. That sounds good. All right, I'll put you in the text chain. <laughs> put me in the text chain. <laughs> Get us a hookup on a text chain. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, so we'll take a quick break. When we come back, I am going to dive into the border stuff. We've got that to talk about today because there's some new news concerning what's going on at the border. And then, oh, yeah, drug overdoses in America. It's all kind of interrelated. And the stock market, what happened yesterday, we'll talk about that as well. Coming up, Trey Ware, KTSA. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be... Friday. That's what we're doing on Red Day 2. Red. Remember, everyone deployed, please. So the way we do the show here is I tell you what's going on in the news. I tell you what I think about it, and then you tell me what you think about it at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We do this uh, Monday through Friday from 5 to 7. This where and Rima 7 to 9. By the way, next week, I'll be filling in for Lars Larson on the National Show. So join me on the National Show, 5 to 8 p.m. our time next week. You'll hear a, d- a tape delayed here on KTSA, 7 to 10 p.m., beginning on Monday, filling in for Lars Larson. Um, okay, so this judge, a judge, has issued a temporary stay uh for joe biden's effort to terminate the trump area po- policy known as remain in mexico title 42 which is supposed to go away next wednesday right district court judge has said nope can't can't get rid of it on january 1st there was a, a memo that was sent out and alejandro mayorkas terminated the remain in mexico policy got to get rid of it we got to let all those tens of thousands of people that are waiting on the other side of the border we got to let them into the united states we got to let them in now Biden issued an executive order that directed Mayorkas to terminate the program, and Mayorkas, of course, terminated the program. Back when he was a candidate, Joe Biden pledged to end this program if elected. And then when he got into office, they shut it down and released those that were enrolled in the program into the United States. And Mayorkas claimed the policy was cruel and ineffective. It was directly the opposite. If you don't understand what Title 42 is, basically it was set up by Donald Trump to make people stay over there until their asylum hearing was heard. Because basically when once they're here, they're here. They're not leaving ever again, and they don't show up for their asylum hearings. 
and there is no compulsion for them to do so. Our government does not compel them to do so. So they just can come right on in the country now. And we're talking about tens of thousands every day are going to be coming flowing into the United States. And uh, the judge said the Biden administration failed to adequately consider costs to states and their reliant insurance. Well, basically, it's costing these cities and these states like Texas and others millions of dollars when these people are coming in. But the costs in human toll are extremely high. Now we're finding out, Don just had it in the newscast, the Biden uh, government, Biden is building housing along the border for the illegal immigrants. Oh, yeah. So we just, we got a house here for you, baby. Make it to the border, we'll put you in a house. Look, Joe Biden is doing everything possible to attract even more to come here because every time you do something like that, remember when he was a candidate and all the Democrats raised their hand and said, yes, free health care for all illegal immigrants who may get into the country. They won't call them illegal immigrants. I will because that's what they are. And you get free health care and you get free housing and we're building a house along the border for you and we're going to give you shoes and we're going to get your haircuts and we're going to give you a backpack with money in it and we're going to give you a phone which automatically renews and we're going to give you a free flight anywhere you want to go in the United States of America. Um, you want to tell me that the people I was looking at in Honduras last two weeks ago when I was there, that's not a big attractor for them? Of course it is. That's why they're coming from all over the world. They're being brought here to the United States to be free or cheap labor for the big bucks guys and to be votes for the Democrats. Folks, there is already a battle on Capitol Hill over allowing these people to vote. And this is all strategery. Remember, nothing happens. FDR said it. Nothing happens in Washington that is not thoroughly planned out with a plan and with a point in mind. This is no accident what's happening at the border. It didn't just, oh, begun, begin to happen. That's how the old fart media is going to approach it, and that's how they've been presenting it to you. Oh, these people just showed up seeking a better life. No. The reason for this is to hold the other party hostage until they get amnesty for everybody who is here illegally and citizenship for them, just like Reagan in 1986, holding the other party hostage. We're going to keep this up until we get them citizenship. Then they'll be able to vote Democrat. They're creating a class of people in the United States that are uneducated for the future work. Think about what the future is. The future is not picking tomatoes. The future of our economy needs to be high-tech based in everything that we do. AI is going to replace the tomato pickers. What we need for the future in America are people who understand how to operate and control AI. But the human toll has been extravagant, and it's, it's just going to get worse. When you're bringing in millions upon millions upon millions upon millions, which the first two years of Joe Biden's administration he has done, that's going to increase to about 7.5 million per year after Title 42 goes away. Who's going to feed them? Who's going to house them? Who who is going to give them medical care? Well, you know the answer to that. That's you. That's me. The stiffs who work here every day in this country, and we get up this time of day and we head into work, to pay our taxes so that they can 
take care of the people who are flowing across this border. And many of them today are coming because of the offer of the free stuff. They're not coming because they have something they're going to contribute to this country. They're coming here because they've been offered free stuff. That doesn't make them bad guys. They're criminals for breaking our laws. When you break a law, you're a criminal by by the very definition. But they have been invited here by this criminal organization known as our government. It's a criminal organization. And they are being given everything on the backs of you and me. We're paying for all this. You and me. And you ought to be some you ought to be hopping mad about this like I am. And got your belly full of this. The other uh, grave concern that we have is many of the diseases that we had controlled in this country are coming back. And you're not going to be able to convince me that the border doesn't have anything to do with that. An open border, of course, is doing that. Here's a headline for you. Great concern. Invasive Group A strep cases spiking in the United States, and the CDC is investigating right now. We're seeing the rise of these diseases that we had under control. Masks are coming back at schools. Doctors and nurses are reporting a rise in positive COVID tests, flu, RSV, other diseases. Why? Why? Because you have an unhealthy population that's coming across our southern border right now. That's why. In addition to the drug overdoses among teens that have doubled in the past two years, fueled by fentanyl, and the word fentanyl has never crossed Biden's lips, not even one time, much less any ideas on what to do about it. Wait till I tell you more details about what's going on with the fentanyl crisis in this country and how it's affecting our children and, and your children. Meanwhile, meanwhile, while all this is going on, the Democrats have filed a bill to bar Donald Trump from 2024 eligibility. That is their big deal. Let's keep Trump from running in 2024. They don't care about this border. They don't care about a stock market that tanked yesterday. They don't care about the rise of disease or the fentanyl deaths. They're focused on one man and one man only, Donald Trump. We've got to make sure he doesn't run again. He, he doesn't have a chance in 2024, guys. I'll tell you why coming up. Hey, John, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Well, there's been a lot of talk about holding uh, government, U.S. government funding from to Mexico because of Mexico's uh, uh, their complicit in the war. Uh-huh. Right. And uh, but one thing that was more effective than that would be to withhold the Western Union money orders flowing out of this country. Right, right, exactly right. There's a the, these remittances that go from the families back into Mexico into their families. Is uh, uh, last time I saw it's in the millions and millions and millions. I think I saw thirty five million or something like that. It's a, it's a it's a big number. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Quick break for the news. Back in just a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. I get to take a second right now. It's also Red Friday, so where are you red? Are you feeling particularly funky or what? Oh, every day of my life. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about smelling funky. I'm no, talking about okay. feeling funky. Yeah, There's a difference. Feeling a little funky and frisky this morning. Good. Well, <laughs> if you're frisky, you stay over there on watch, that side of the glass. Watch yourself, big boy. <laughs> Don't walk by that room. Yeah. You might be grabbed. HR. <laughs> <laughs> you're an HR nightmare. You really are. I know it. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> I pay close attention yeah. to these things. Okay, so um, I'm going to say some stuff about Trump right now that if you're a diehard Trumper, it's going to upset you, but this was just ridiculous. Okay? This was stupidity. All right? 
Um, so he builds this whole thing up about this major. I have a major, a major announcement, you know, and I, and the whole world goes crazy. What's he going to do? Is he running for speaker? Is he going to announce that Ron DeSantis is going to be his vice president? Okay, what's he going? All of Trump Nation went crazy trying to figure out what major announcement Donald Trump was going to have, and you know what he announced? He's got these fake playing cards that sell for ninety nine dollars each. They are ridiculous as can be. I have them right here. I didn't not have cards, but I have, you know, the story with all the cards here. Here he is as Superman with a big T on his chest. And let's see here. There he is as a, a space fighter man with the helmet and all that kind of stuff. Here's another one where he's holding the Lady Liberty torch with Lady Liberty in the background, him in the foreground. Here he is as a NASCAR driver with DT on his chest and a big old USA hat. This was just ridiculous, okay? And um, they, they cost $99 each in, in the crypto world. Okay, this is a great time to be launching a crypto venture, isn't it? This is brilliant. Let's launch a crypto venture right now. And uh, y- if you buy one of these cards, which is $99 each in the collection, the collection is not $99. you got to buy each card is $99. And, there's how many, what, and they're fake cards. There's like seven or eight of them, right? Just yeah. Oh, no. It's a whole collection yeah. of them. And they're going to add to the collection as time uh, goes on. Okay. All right, Mr. Trump. Are you trying to recoup some money that you didn't take when you were president and salary? Because this is just making money. That's merchandise. All That's all this is. This is a Trump. A fundraising deal, which, by the way, the midterm election turned out to be that as well. The whole, you know, stop the steal and then the midterm election and everything. He banked a lot of bucks out of all that. Okay. So Trump Nation kind of went, what was this? We thought it was going to be a, everybody, you know, and I'm not Trump Nation. I'm just saying everybody thought it was going to be some major. You thought it was. You did. You, you, uh, Elaine did. Everybody thought it was going to be some, something major. You kind of take it for what it's worth. Um, you know, when he says a major announcement, it's it's it's, it's hard to tell. You know, <laughs> well, it's really hard to tell. Major to who? You know, that's that's, that's it wasn't a major announcement. This is ridiculous. No. This is ridiculousness, and we don't need ridiculous. Okay, this is where I'm going to step on some toes, and if I do, okay, I'm sorry, I step on your toes. No, we your, don't need ridiculous. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need ridiculous right now. We need serious thinkers for a serious time. We have some incredible challenges facing our country. And you see the difference between this and 2016. In 2016, when he rode that escalator, he was talking about the border. And I'm going to build a wall. And I'm going to get Mexico to pay for that wall. And here's what we're going to do. And I'm going to return the power back to you. And he was a great president. He did phenomenal work for four years. And he did a lot of wonderful things for four years. And even Steve Bannon was on his show yesterday with Sebastian Gorka and Steve Cortez. These are all big-time Trump supporters. They worked in the White House with Trump. You won't find more uh, strident Trump supporters than these guys. And they said, this is just absolutely ridiculous. In fact, Steve Bannon said, I can't do this anymore. He said, I support the guy. He was a great president, probably one of the greatest presidents we ever had. But this is just absolutely ridiculous, and I can't do this anymore. And so, you know, I just can't support this. Uh, I I can't either. This is just absolutely ridiculous. And then here's what he said. That also was made made the announcement of these cards even more ridiculous. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully, your favorite president of all time. Better than Lincoln. Better than Washington. Better than Lincoln. Better than Washington. 
I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection. Now, NFT, if you're not familiar with it, it's it's just fa- it's the cryptocurrency is fake stuff. These are not real. Right. In other words, it's not like you bought some gum and there was a card yeah. attached to the gum. Sure. The card exists out there in the cyber world, mm-hmm. and you're paying $99 for Donald Trump dressed as Superman, Donald Trump dressed as a Texas Ranger, Donald Trump dressed as the Lady Liberty. Uh, you're paying $99 each, and you might, hey, you might get a chance, possibly maybe, to go have dinner with him or a Zoom call from him, one or the other, uh, if you buy these cards. So you got to buy the card to enter the contest. It's also a lottery of some sort. Yeah, it is a lottery. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. So anyway, I'm just saying that, you know, um, for me, personally, now you feel however you want to feel about this, folks, but for me, this just shows he's not a serious candidate. And I've kind of felt that way since he announced on November 15th that he's just not serious about this. Meanwhile, you have the destruction of the country going on from Joe Biden and the left, okay? Everything that they're doing, and even Joe Biden mocked this announcement yesterday by saying hey i've got a major announcement to make it's not joe biden it's his people i've got a major announcement to make look at all everything that i've been doing Brittany griner coming home gas prices are down blah 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 all the things that i've been doing to better your life which is in opposition to what i believe you know all the things he's doing all the things that i don't want done to the country but for their side boy he sure is super serving the left in this country and he's reinforcing that also donald trump's major competitor who hasn't even announced for the primary on the republican side ron DeSantis, is out there impaneling uh, you know grand juries to look at the vaxes and yesterday he talked about giving people uh, money back on 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 um I guess it was their, they were paying some toll charges for the roads and stuff like that. And he's like, I'm going to give you some toll relief and stuff like that. And Donald Trump is doing playing cards. He's not, a, that's just not a serious candidate. He's not talking issues that affect us and how he's going to get back into office someday and correct these things and fix these things. He's talking about, you know, offering these fake trading cards. I know I'm being a little critical of him this morning, but he deserves it as far as I'm concerned. He deserves the criticism. Well, you know, you're not, the, 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 a lot of that is going on this morning with people who supported the former president. You know, oh, I'm not the only they, one. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, I mean, it's I, all down I, the I line here. It, you know, when I logged on to the, uh, the the internet this morning, that was one of the first things I saw. A lot of conservatives. Uh, yeah, it's not just Steve Bannon; those guys. Right. A lot of conservatives are out there saying, "What the hell are you doing? You know, who who made this decision?" And why? When are you going to fire them? Why aren't they fired yet? You know that yeah. kind of thing is what you're seeing out there from conservatives. Get your eye on the ball. Don't take your eye off the ball. Keep your eye on the ball. Focus, focus, focus on what we need to do in this country, and do not be distracted by nonsense like this. I know it's money raising deal, and you're thinking you're going to make some money, but it's just a huge, ridiculous distraction. I think I've said enough about this. <laughs> I, you know. Uh, what, well, what? in spite of that, I'm still doing the story at six. <laughs> no, no, do the story at six. Do the story. I already threw it out there. Now I'm kind of obligated. Oh, that's right. You yeah. did tease with it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Dog it, I did it again. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Shoot. We'll have a meeting about this after the show. I bet we will. <laughs> there will be blood on the walls, won't yeah. there? Yep. I don't want to cross you. No. Here's the you thing. Know, I, I say that, but we're just going to end up drinking beer and talking <laughs> smack about other people. That's exactly what we'll do. <laughs> Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Randy Adams. I'm Bob. Where you're red today. Mm. San Antonio favorite. War. Let's go, kid. 
Does Lowrider qualify for Funky Friday? Oh, absolutely. Anything by this band. Anything by war. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as nasty as you want it. It's not nasty enough? No. Maybe, I'll tell you what, let's let's play it in the 6 o'clock segment, right. and, and we'll do a little judge on how nasty well, Lowrider is. Lowrider? No, yeah. oh, I think it fits the bill. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's, we'll, we'll do that in the 6 o'clock. I mean, just the cowbell at the top. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them at Sunken Gardens Theater do that. The whole place came across. Yeah. We had Cowbell in up play that funky music a little while ago. Yeah, I wouldn't agree. They should have used that that segment on Saturday Night Live. I've always thought that would be a perfect Cowbell song. Play the funky music? Yeah. Yeah, Because more Cowbell. Hey, Cowbell always adds extra stank. It sure does. Every time. (laughs) All right. Democrats are pushing. I just got an email. From a guy that said, uh, hey, do you know about the Democrat plan on Puerto Rico? Yes. Talked about it yesterday. Democrats are pushing a lame duck bill to make Puerto Rico a state. Uh, The reason they're doing that, that gives them new Democrat voters because that's typically what the people in Puerto Rico do is they vote that way. And two new senators. Aha. That's right. And the more they get right now, the more senators they get, the less they have to worry about filibuster, right? And if they could just add senators... By adding states, uh, they can they can start piling up the wins when it comes to their radical agenda. So, yes, they get two new senators. D.C. is next, by the way, as in Washington, D.C. All right, so 59 years ago, the world, our country, and the world were changed forever to never, ever go back to, you know, the whole good old days, Beaver Cleaver and the nuclear family and all that. Our government was taken over by radicals from the inside out, and they have been in charge ever since then. It was a diabolical plot to take over the government, and it worked, and it all started in Dealey Plaza. That's just what I think after my study of the assassination of JFK. I have never, ever believed, and I've done a lot of reading and a lot of interviewing of people, I've never believed that Lee Harvey Oswald was able to pull off that kind of shot. I've never believed it. Um, And so there was some documentation that was released yesterday, but not all of it. And uh, they said, the Biden administration said, the reason we're not going to release it all. There's identifiable harm to the military, defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, or the conduct of foreign relations that is of such gravity that it outweighs the public interest in disclosure. That's concerning the JFK assassination. Well, that's exactly why you should disclose it, okay? It's exactly why it should see the light of day. It's exactly why we should have that in the public discourse. If it is that serious, then we should know about it. You're hiding something. What do you have to hide? I can't tell you folks how what a pivotal day, November twenty second, 1963, was for our country, who runs our country, uh, the, the decisions that are made for our country and so on. I know it sounds really conspiratorial, but uh, c- calling somebody conspiratorial is like calling them a racist. What you're doing is they're, they're, you're, you're being branded <laughs> by the other side, by the opposition, to end the conversation. Oh, well, he's a nut job. Oh, well, he's, he's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, well, he's a, he's a racist. And at that point, that totally, you know, that that takes all your credibility away when somebody says that about you, right? So you can feel that way, you know, you can say it's conspiratorial if you want. Um, I'm pretty good with a gun. Uh, not as good as many of my friends with a gun. 
I can't tell you how hard that shot would have been for one man to make and do it that way. And I know what the experts say. Of course, we could do that, and we could. I, I, I just don't believe it. That's that's one of the things that has always stuck out to me. If you were going to do what was supposedly done in Dealey Plaza, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, that book depository place would be the last place you're going to do it. You'd stand behind that fence up there, and I've been there a number of times. You would stand behind that fence, and you would pull the shot off there, and then get in your car and drive off when everybody was going crazy. There's all kinds of things to look at concerning this, where the people ran, where, did, where the people heard the sound from, people who actually saw various you know, uh, plumes of smoke coming out of guns, all these various things that were going on on that day in the confusion. I have a question. Sure. <clears throat> There's the storm drain uh-huh. at the right on the street. Uh-huh. Has anyone ever looked into the storm drain and that that was a possibility? I've always thought that. There, well, there have been discussions about it, but... Nothing that we have seen. And that's why all, I think all the documentation about this should come to light. Every last bit of it, every scrap of paper should come out. What did come to light yesterday was something that we already knew. Those of us who have investigated this before already knew. And that was Lee Harvey Oswald had uh, interactions with the CIA before. Now, one of the major claims that is made is that CIA, this was a CIA job. That the CIA was heavily involved in this. Now, if you say that, just saying that... And I didn't say I believe that, but just saying that, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, because they've done a, the, the, the intelligence community has done a phenomenal job of branding people who even question the official account as a conspiracy nut job. And I got to tell you, people who question it, they don't want you even to question your government. And if you question your government, well, and that was part of what changed on, on, Jan, on, on, on November 22nd, 1963. Uh, the cabal that kind of took over the government and runs the government behind the scenes. They don't, you know, they don't want to be questioned. So you can't question your government. And they say it just like that. Tucker had a fantastic opening monologue about this last night. I encourage you to go to foxnews.com and watch his opening monologue. But it's been 59 years. 59 years. Most of the people who had anything to do with that are dead. They're gone. So there is no way that releasing every bit of information about this and about Jack Rubenstein, that's Jack Ruby, the man that killed Lee Harvey Oswald, and the police officers that were escorting Lee Harvey Oswald that day, and so on. The journalists who have lost their lives investigating this, looking into it, and who were murdered. All these things that have gone on around this one particular story on that day, that fall day in Dealey Plaza, 59 years ago. None of these people are going to be affected by this because they're gone. They're dead now. So the total and complete release of every scrap of information is what we all as a public should demand. And if it does point out law enforcement, if it does, I'm reading from there why they're not releasing it. If it does point out intelligence operations, if it does point out foreign relations, that was 59 years ago. It has nothing to do with today. We should know the truth. The truth will set you free. And we should know who was involved and how high up the chain all of this went.
All right, so the border is wide open. The border is going to get even more wide open next week, possibly. There's been a judge that has halted uh, Joe Biden trying to open up the border with Title 42 next week. And the Dow fell sharply yesterday, the worst day in three months. I want to tell you more about that coming up in our next hour. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark's. Oh, here we go. We're going to start the hour with it. We're just going to see how funky this is. Go. Is that funky? I got one yes. Is that funky? I got a yes over here. Is that funky? Not enough. See, but it's two against one. There's no bass. I don't get a bass face with this. I don't get no stank face. You know, I, I got several emails after we discussed whether or not Lowrider is funky. And they were talking about me and baby brother, funky, uh, which is also another war song. Or where was you at? funky another war song but they were saying this is not funky now to me this is a borderline funk song it's right there on the line right because it could go either way but when i think of funky friday this is what hits my head see this right here this says funk it's all over see there see i can hear the stink (laughs) on the bass face you can hear stink you can hear stink <laughs> I didn't know stink was uh, audible. I had no idea. But turn it up for just a minute. Go ahead. How do you get any funkier than that? That's when you, song. When you, I love this one. When you throw in your mama, <laughs> two, that's that's funk. Well, and somewhere in there he says he's talking about dancing, and he says, put your elbow low. I mean, that's, you yeah, know, you right. got to make that move, which I can barely do because of my back these days, yeah. but you know what I'm talking about. Right. So that's definitely much, qualified. How much fun did we have with that song back in the day? <sighs> played all the way through it. Yeah. I just left the mic open. Right. That's what I did. Yeah. I just played all through the whole song. Yeah. That was one of those every 90-minute songs. Back, oh my God! When well, it, when it first came out, the radio station I worked at played it like every sixty to ninety minutes. That just great. reminded me yeah. of something, Jimmy. We got to do Funky Town um, because that's something that we on this yeah. station played at the top of every hour right. for like three months straight. Top yeah. of the hour, six o'clock, KTSA San Antonio. Here's Lip Sync, you know. Yep. Seven o'clock, KTSA San Antonio. Here's Lip Sync. We did it every hour, top of the hour. Yeah. So we 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 should throw that one in the mix too. Okay, so let's talk about the border. 210-599-5555. The way the show works is I tell you the news. I tell you what's uh, coming from the news and uh, my thoughts about it. And then you tell me your thoughts about it at 210-599-5555. Don's got a story that the uh, Biden administration is building housing along the border for the illegal immigrants that are coming across. Karine Jean-Pierre, another lie yesterday. Well, we've been doing all the work on this, and we're ready for Title 42 to go away. They're ready for the border to be completely open, to not have a border, right? That's exactly what they are prepared for. Joe Biden and this administration, because he's just a vessel, is doing everything possible to track even more. When you say, we're going to give you health care, we're going to give you kid education, we're going to give you a bag full of cash and a cell phone, and now we're building all kinds of housing along the border to put you in. 
Who isn't going to come? I've, I've visited these countries. I've been to Haiti. I've been to Honduras. I've been to these places that these people are coming from. And you tell people that and they're going to come. And we're having a, quote, sudden rise in COVID. How come? Why? We're having a sudden rise in TB. Why? We're having a sudden rise in strep at the schools. Why? Polio has reared its ugly head once again. Why? Why is all this going on? RSV has run through the schools, and now kids are in the schools, are in hospitals, after getting RSV in the school. Why? You're not going to convince me it has nothing to do with this open border. Of course it does. It has everything to do with that open border. Masks are coming back at some schools across America. Drug overdoses among teens doubled in the past two years from fentanyl, a word that Joe Biden, is, that has never crossed his lips, much less any idea on what to do about it. But listen to these numbers about fentanyl. CDC, teenage overdoses increased 109% over the past two years. Deaths caused by fentanyl alone increased 182%. And officials warned yesterday that many U.S. teens are dying after ingesting drugs like cocaine, Adderall, Xanax that are contaminated with fentanyl coming from across the border. And social media platforms are the new marketplace for these drugs. A record 107,622 Americans dying of a drug overdose last year. More than 70% of those deaths caused by opioids like fentanyl. If you're on an opioid, get off of it. Find something else. This is ridiculous. Teen overdose deaths, over 83% caused by illicit fentanyl. The CDC warns that these overdoses are nearly always accidental. Teens purchase these counterfeit pills and the drugs that are tainted by... Fentanyl. More than two-thirds of fentanyl deaths occurred when a person used non-opioid drug contaminated with it. And they've got their own language with emojis that are used for them to buy it on social media platforms. Fentanyl can kill at doses of just two milligrams. That's five. That's equivalent to five grains of salt. That'll kill you. No longer are we talking about meeting on the street and making that connection. The dealer is on, in their pocket with the phone. More Americans died from a fentanyl overdose in 2021 than died in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Vietnam wars combined. Combined. And contaminated drugs with fentanyl are becoming more common. The DEA is publishing a guide now for parents. Uh... You've got different emojis. I'm not going to say what they are on the air, but you've got different emojis that represent what kids are buying. Please make sure that you go to the pharmacy and you you get the, the antidote for this. Make sure that you have some on hand. But the bottom line is, this border being wide open has caused so much human heartbreak here in the United States of America. Yes, we have a rise in diseases that are happening right now. We used to call what we do at the border, border control. That's what we used to call it. Why? Because if you're going to have a country, you have to control the border. Now, they, they have no problem controlling the northern border, do they? 
It's the southern border that they cannot control or will not control. I cannot. They can. They will not. And why? Well, first of all, big business that's writing big fat checks to people like Joe Biden and the others, that big business is all about cheap labor. And that means all of us, this is going to affect your pay as well. So they're all about cheap labor. Number two, the Democrats want to create a dependent class. They want the dependent welfare state to grow in America. They have always used that to buy votes. Vote for us, I'm going to give you a bunch of free crap. And they're doing it right now. Promise you, if you come here, you're going to get a house on the border. You're going to get this. You're going to get a free plane ride wherever you want to go. You're going to get cash. You're going to get health care. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We're going to give you everything if you just come here. And they're coming in the, by the millions. They're marching on the way by the millions. Now, what are we going to do with all of them? Now, look, the reason you control your border, number one, is the disease factor that I just went through. Ellis Island, that's why it existed. We kept people on the island until we made sure they were disease-free. There's no disease control two hours to our south, three hours, four hours to our south. There's no disease control. They're just coming right on in. And we have no idea what they have, number one. Number two, of course, is your sovereignty and your safety and security which is the number one job of any president who raises his hand and takes the oath in January. Protect the sovereignty and the safety and security of the American people to defend the Constitution. But these people are coming across. You have no idea who they are. I mean, some of them have night vision goggles. That would say to me they have some sort of connection to military if they've got night vision goggles. We know that terrorists have come across. Not all of them. Not trashing all the people coming across. I'm talking about there are those that are in there that are coming in here that want to do us harm. They're not controlling it. And the other reason that you control your border, and has always been the case throughout history, you want to decide who is here to contribute to the betterment of our society and our country. And you make those decisions based on what you're going to need for the future betterment of this country. Not based on what you can do for them, but based on what they can do for this country. Now, they flipped that completely around after November of 1963, didn't they? Now, November of 1963, we had a president who said, don't ask what the country's going to do for you. Ask what you can do for the country. But they've turned that completely all around. Here's what we're going to do for you. And that started with that whack job LBJ. That whackhead LBJ, you know, I'm going to give everything and I'll have them voting Democrat forever. The Great Society, the War on Poverty. Sure did work out great, didn't it? So you control who comes here so that you can claim your own destiny as a nation. If you're importing a bunch of people who are largely uneducated, which is what you're doing, but you need an educated workforce, and I do mean a highly educated workforce for the future, what you doing? <laughs> Why aren't you bringing highly educated people here to work in high tech? I'm telling you, things like agriculture and et cetera, that's being replaced by AI. Machines are doing that. What you need are the people that work behind the machines, that know how the machines work and how to program the machines and how to, by the way, control AI so it doesn't control us. That's what you need in the future economy of the United States. What we're doing is going the other direction. We're going backwards. Instead of looking at the future and the tech, 
world. We're looking back at agriculture, and let's go that way. That's, that's the wrong way to go. That will lower us into a poverty state quicker than anything else. That's what we're doing right now as a country. So what's happening at this border, yes, it may not be something that is in your circle every single day, but it is. <laughs> you may not feel it every single day, but it, 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 it affects you. And we already have a huge homeless crisis problem. Somebody, when these millions and millions and millions of people, record numbers of people have already come across, millions more are on their way, who is going to give them health care? Who is going to pay their bills? Who is going to house them? We have a housing crisis already in this country. We hear all the time about affordable housing. They are increasing the affordable housing crisis that we have in this country by bringing more people here than we have housing for them. That means they're going to be sleeping on the streets. Go to El Paso right now and look at it. Look at El Paso right now and see how many people are sleeping. All of the, You know what? You don't even go to El Paso. Go downtown San Antonio. And look at the numbers of people who are sleeping all over downtown San Antonio. And they're not just bombs or druggies or veterans of, you know, Vietnam War. No. A lot of them, the majority of them now, are here illegally. Or they came across the border and they got their paper and they got to go have their court date and all that kind of stuff. But they're here as invited by Joe Biden. It is the issue of our day today because of all those factors that I just laid out for you are all involved in it. Health, the future of our country, our prosperity, our future prosperity, all of those things. Your taxes are going to have to increase, exponentially increase to be able to pay for all of this. I don't mean just a little tiny increase on your taxes. I'm talking about a gigantic tax increase is coming our way. Because we have to pay the, the, the debt, the national debt, which is exploding right now, and we have to pay for all these people that are coming here. So there you go. You got it. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. So no more tooth pain. That can be your deal in 2023. A beautiful, healthy smile can be your deal in 2023. If you've lived a life of cavities and drilling and uh, filling and cavity and drilling and filling and then root canal and uh, crown and all that kind of stuff, you can say goodbye to all that with dental implants from River City Oral Surgery. Dental implants from River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havicorn have sure made people have a beautiful smile. And you know he's an oral surgeon and a medical doctor too. And right now you can lock in today's prices the prices are going to go up in January. We've all been telling you that for a couple of months now. But you can lock those prices in. For those implants, one implant's $1,300, and that includes the exam, x-ray, and post-op care. Or you can replace all the teeth in one jaw for 20900 That includes everything, start to finish, and financing is, of course, available. Call Dr. Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery today and lock in these 2022 prices. Their phone number is 210-778-0002. Clouds and sun today and tomorrow, 66 today and 60 tomorrow, and 53 and cloudy on Sunday. Right now it's 44 KTSA. Good morning, Steve. KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Definitely funky.
Funky Friday. It's also Red Friday. Remember, everyone deployed. 210-599-5555. Stock sold off sharply as investors grappled with disappointing data on retail sales and business inventories and industrial production yesterday. The Commerce Department reported that retail sales figures were much worse than than expected here in the fourth quarter. And i got to tell you, if it's bad in the fourth quarter... The first quarter's coming, and there's always a huge drop-off in the first quarter. Everybody's spending money in the retail world right now because it's Christmas time, right? And if the retail numbers look horrible in the fourth quarter, when they fall off in the first quarter, this is not going to be pretty. And the stock market knows that, and that's why they had a huge sell-off yesterday. More states are banning TikTok. It's just time to outlaw it. I've been saying that for a long time. I know young people are not going to be very happy with that but I really don't care. China is using TikTok to steal our information for their intelligence agencies so that they can continue the war against the United States. TikTok needs to be banned from the United States of America and removed as a service that is available here. Totally and completely. More states joined up yesterday and said they're not allowing TikTok on their state devices. It needs to be banned completely and totally in the United States. China is not our friend, folks. They're at war with us, okay? They're not our, no, we're not shooting bombs at each other. They're using other methods to be at war with the United States right now, and we need to protect ourselves. Get rid of TikTok. It's got to go. If you gotta, if you've gotta make a 15 second video, then create your own program that does not steal information and give it to our enemies. Really simple. Here's an interesting story that I found on KSAT yesterday. High-profile trials scheduled for 2023 are faced with uncertainty as the district attorney's office has recently lost many attorneys. And we don't know whether these cases are even going to go to trial. In the past month alone, 16 people have resigned from the district attorney's office, including lead prosecutor Mario Del Prado. District Attorney Joe Gonzalez has said in the past that the issues, well, it's 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 low salaries, man. It's low. We don't pay these guys anything, so they leave. No, it's something else. I'm gonna tell you in just a second. In fact, Judge Rangel said yesterday the issue is not simply a matter of funding. There's more to it than that, and I agree with the judge. I do. You see, he his campaign had a contributor by the name of George Soros. Remember. George Soros is all about dropping charges against criminals, setting criminals free. That's what he's all about, right? In fact, a lot of these DAs that he got elected around the country, they do exactly that. That's why you've seen the exponential rise in crime different places across the country. See, here, though, they're not going to say we're letting these guys go free, but they found another way to let them go free without saying we're letting them go free. You know how they did it? Well, with no prosecutors... The trial can't happen, and you can't hold these people indefinitely without a trial. That's unconstitutional. So listen to this. Defendants awaiting to go on trial can now possibly have their bonds reduced for not getting a speedy trial, or we could even see cases get dismissed, says the judges. That's how you let them go without saying you're letting them go. 
If there's nobody going to be there to prosecute the case, well, the case is dismissed. We don't have a case to bring against you. There's no prosecutor. Nobody from the DA's office is going to prosecute these cases, so we, we can't hold you, you know. That's unconstitutional. You, 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 Constitution guarantees a speedy trial. Guarantees it. And to face your accuser. But if there's no prosecutor, if nobody's showing up to prosecute the case, well, then, oh, you've got to let you go. That's the end game here, baby. Now check out this line from the story. The district attorney's office did not want to do an interview. Why not? I mean, if the DA's got an issue down there with money and there's nobody working for him anymore, 16 people have quit in the past couple of weeks... I'd say that's a pretty significant news story, wouldn't you? 16 people quitting the DA's office? That's a significant news story. And when asked about it by KSAT, the uh, DA's office said, no, we're not going to talk about it. I, I, listen, you're a public servant. You were elected. You, you, Yeah, yeah you're going to talk about it. You bet you're going to talk about it. So I, I think, you know, you're always asking, what can we do? I think you find the telephone number to the DA's office. You say you get on television and you talk about this story. Why don't you have prosecutors to prosecute this case? We want to hear from you on this matter. Not some little statement that they issued to case at. They wrote a statement out in Senate. No. Uh-uh. An interview. On the TV, interview about why this is going on and what the issue is here. We're not going to do an interview. You get what you vote for. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. PatriotSoftware.com. Mm. Morris Day and the time. Mm. I want some jungle love. Yeah. Written, produced, presented by one Prince. <laughs> My jungle love. It's Funky Friday. Yeah. It's Red Friday, too. Doing all right in there, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, this is it. You're laying it out this morning. You Good done job. hit your stride, baby. You own it. Are you a Yeti fan? Yeah, I, I do like their products. I use yeah. one that your I, wife made for me every day. Right. Every day. Excellent. Yep. I have my favorites, you know, it's kind of like a go-to for whatever the occasion is. Like if I'm drinking coffee, I have one particular Yeti that I go to. Yeah. My go-to coffee for Yeti. Right. And it's got the coffee smell, the coffee flavor already ingrained in the Yeti inside. Yeah. And then I've got another one when I'm drinking something else, you know, it's made for that. And then I got two. He's got a liquor Yeti. Uh, <laughs> and then I got two that are... Yes, yeah. and then I have two that are water yetis right. from Alamo Water Softeners that they yeah. gave me, right. and I drink water, water, I'll drink four gallons of water a day, you know, maybe not that much, but you know, insane sure. amount of water every day. Yeah, you'd be sloshing around pretty good. You see me much. leave here every ten minutes, man, yeah, I run right. down the hall, right? Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, there's a, a shipping um, a ship that was coming, uh, you know, going across the Pacific, uh, spilled a bunch of containers, 109 shipping containers. Now, just so you know the size of those. They're huge, like well, the size of that room. Well, th- actually, they are what you see on these trains that go in yeah. front of you up here on Eisenhower. That's right. a shipping container that came off of a ship. 
Because all they do is they load that stuff up, mm-hmm. and then they pick it up on a crane, and they put it on a train. Yeah. And the train drives by you. That's right. a shipping container. Those things are gigantic, and they fell. They had 109 of them fall in the ocean, and they were loaded with Yeti coolers. Oh, man. <laughs> so, How many millions of dollars is that? Oh, tons. Tons and tons because, of billions. You know, and I'm not knocking Yeti. They put out a fabulous product. Oh, man, it's wonderful. They're expensive sometimes. They what? They're a little expensive. Well, the price it's real high, expensive. They're high end. No, yeah. it's real expensive. Price is going to go up because they're going to have to make an insurance claim on that product. Well, you know that, right? Yeah. Right. So in Alaska, they're <laughs> they're up in Alaska right now. Alaska's beautiful, but all these Yeti coolers are washing up on the show in Alaska. <laughs> and these sea seafaring guys yep. that know about the currents and all that said, these Yetis are floating out there, and they are going to float around the Earth for the next thirty years. Right. In the currents. Yeah. And that's cool. Uh, I, I need to go back to Alaska because I have a Yeti cooler, and it's one of the best coolers I've ever owned in my – no, it's the best cooler I've ever had. Uh, you can put stuff in there, just, just like the Yeti cup that you have, and go back the next day, and it's hot or cold. Yeah. It really – an unbelievable product. Yeah, it uh, really is. And I think the guy who invented it lives in Austin. That's what I've heard. Yeah, Texas-based product. Yeah, uh, so. I've got family that uh, he came in and bought three houses next to them. And knocked those three houses down and built one giant mansion. Because he's got the cash. <laughs> yep. He can do it. Get some of the Yeti cash. Uh, Arctic, not so much. Yeti, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Daniel, you're on KTSA. Happy Friday. What's up? Hey, what's up, Trey? Um, so, this is like this is a real story. Yeah. Yesterday, I was downtown in Colorado Street. Uh, if you're familiar with that. And uh, I was yeah. downtown. And um, I saw a group of dudes there, and I just was curious, so I stopped and asked. And I asked them if they needed money or something, but I was really just trying to figure out where they were from. And we get the chit-chatting or whatever, and the guy starts to tell me he's from Honduras, and another dude was telling me he's from a different area. And then we're talking, and, uh, man, they, like, man, I don't know. I'm not trying to profile anybody, but... They were they were just out smoking weed right there on the curb. I'm not even lying. Like they're just smoking weed, and then I'm like, "So what are y'all doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're just waiting for somebody to come pick us up right now." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Like they're saying like somebody's gonna come pick them up, and then they're gonna go to a different spot. Like mm-hmm. pretty much like they're getting smuggled, but they're just like chilling. Oh right yeah. There well, I don't know about these in particular, open. but Daniel, that that's a story I hear all the time. That oh yeah they're they're just waiting to get and and many times they're waiting to go to the airport so that you can get them on an airplane that you're paying for to ship them somewhere else in this country and giving them health care and money and a phone I don't know maybe giving them the weed too I have no idea Joe Biden might be giving them weed he might I don't know he might be he might have Alejandro Marcos may may be like hey man we need to call me do we need to chill these dudes out I don't know I mean I, I don't know I have no idea. But that's where this that this is exactly the story that I'm hearing uh, from a lot of people that this is going on right here in San Antonio, Texas. We're we're kind of like the hub of it all. Anne, you're on. Good morning, Anne. Uh, yes, I wanted to make the comment last night. I was watching a program and they inter- were interviewing the uh, people who are crossing the border in these large groups, mm-hmm. and they interviewed this one young man. And he and you know they said, "Why were you here?" And he said, "Well, I'm here to get a job, so I can send money back to my mother, so sure. she doesn't have to work anymore." Mm-hmm. And I thought, really, we're going to support his mother? I, that's not an that's not a reason for amnesty. I don't think. There is no reason to, for amnesty, Ann. There is none whatsoever, okay? But let's talk about remittances to, to Mexico, because that's what you're talking about. 
um, all of out of all the remittances that went to Mexico in 2021, 95 percent came from the United States of America, and we're talking about record-breaking remittances that are now going back. Are you ready for the number that comes out of the United States and goes to Mexico from families here? You ready for the number? $5.3 billion is sucked out of the U.S. economy, sucked, and sent to family members in Mexico. All right? $5.3 billion every year is removed from our economy. It disappears from our economy. And that's not to mention everything else that I've been talking about now for, for, for months on end about this. The human tragedy of the fentanyl that the president won't even mention the word. He has no plan to deal with that. All the people that are here that now you and I have to take care of, right? We have to provide health care. We have to provide housing. They're bu- you and I are paying to build houses along the border for them. Hospital care, when they walk, go, go to the emergency room, they don't have money. And then we have a rise in these diseases in our schools in particular that are coming from, well, the border, obviously, because it's just a recent phenomenon when we collapse the border. And it was predicted that we're going to see a rise in the diseases that we had largely eradicated or at least controlled in the United States. And again, I'll say it, I'm going to keep saying these things over and over again. Again, you've got a situation where you're not planning for the future of a prosperous nation. You're planning for a poor nation. You're not bringing thinkers in here who are going to create prosperity for America. You're growing the welfare state. That's what you're doing. That's what our political class is doing now before bill calls and says you talk about that stuff all the time but what you going to do about it and the last time you know, tell us what we need to do and i told bill last day he's the caller he always says that he's got the same thing last time he called i said bill who's your senator there's two you got two choices i don't know who's your congressman i don't know who's your city councilman i don't know who's on your school board i don't know that's the problem you're the problem I don't need to tell you what to do if you don't even know who those people are because clearly you're not ringing their doorbell enough. You're not sending them enough emails. If you don't even know who they are, you're the problem. Figure out who they are and work that system and let them know that this is going to end. 210-599-5555. Terry, you're on KTSA. Hi, Terry. Hi, I guess our mayor be building up those little houses too along the river. He he is. He he's been in talking San about Antonio, affordable housing. Yeah. That's right. He's been working on that here in San yeah. Antonio. You're absolutely right. My friend went to the uh, to the hospital. Waited 22 hours to get in. Sorry, went through the emergency room. Ridiculous. Waiting. Yeah. And guess who all was in front of them? Oh. They can support everybody else, mm-hmm. but they don't even support. The citizens of San Antonio or the United States. That's exactly right. When they are flying them all over at your expense, you try to go over to SA International Airport right now and get a free airplane ride anywhere you want to go. Just try it. They're going to laugh you out. They're going to laugh. They're going to laugh at you like you're a crazy person. But yet, if you're in the country, if you just immigrated here illegally or legally or otherwise, you go over there and get, go, go wherever you want. Yeah. Red carpet. Yep. 
I'm I'm mad, so I'm going to hang up. Okay, thank Because the people keep voting in the same damn people yep. that are screwing up this world. Yep, very very well said, Terry. Can we get her a show? She sounds like she's ready. That's a promo. That is right, Terry. Will you make a promo out of that, Jimmy? Just make a promo. We'll find it. it. Yeah, good. Quick break, Mark. <laughs> Trey, where can you well, I, I don't know. Was she mad when she called, or was she mad when she hung up? I don't. Was she already mad? Oh no, I think she was already pretty mad. This is pretty. People are. This is. I, I gave a speech last week to the Republican women of San Antonio, and this was their number one issue. Right. They are fired up. About I thought Jimmy said something to make her mad. Uh, no, he looked at her weird though. Uh, yeah. That might have helped. Yeah. You might have pushed her over the edge when you gave her that evil eye of yours. Yeah. He answered the phone with, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Chris Canepa with. Connecticut and San Antonio hotline. It's six fifty four. It's Funky Friday. It's Red Friday. Remember, everyone deployed two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. A little controversy around Twitter and Elon today. <laughs> That's every day. No, what happened was he was being doxed and his family was being doxed. Just give you the background of this. Because the old fart media is not giving you the background. All they're doing is complaining that they have been taken removed from Twitter for seven days, which is the policy. If you don't know what docs mean, that, that means posting where somebody lives and where they are. And there was this guy that started this website. His name's Jack Sweeney. He's a kid, college student. And he was using public data from pr- plane trans- transponders and tracking Elon's plane. So here it is. So there he is. Here he is. There he is. And Elon's getting death threats every day, every minute of every day. Elon is getting death threats from people on the left who are very upset that he's returning Twitter back to a free speech, open speech form. All right. So the other day, uh, Elon's son, his name is X, little kid, was in a car in a very city, and he was doxxed. The car was doxxed, and this uh, whack job pulls up with a camera and is filming the kid in a car. He's got a mask on. He's dressed completely in black. Not the kid, the guy who's driving the car. He then boxes in the car with Elon's son on it, and he gets out of his car and starts jumping on the hood of the car that Elon's son is in. Elon said that's enough. So if you're doxing people, which is the Twitter policy, you're going to get off of here. And uh, the New York Times, Ryan Mack, Washington Post, Drew Harwell, former MSNBC host Keith Oberman, former Vox reporter Aaron Rupar, CNN reporter Donnie O'Sullivan, and Mashable's Matt Binder were taken off last night for seven days. And Elon then said, here's a poll. Tell me if they ought to come back sooner than the seven days. So Elon's having a little bit of fun with it. But he said, if you're going to dox people, uh, then you're not going to be on the, on the, on the form, uh, on, on Twitter, for seven days. Now, here's what I think. I think these guys, this Ryan Mack, Drew Harwell, and that jerk Keith Overman, all these guys, if you're going to dock somebody, put your address up first. Come on. That's like these guys that, you know, in Antifa that go raise hell somewhere and light stuff on fire, and they're all wearing masks. Why are you wearing a mask? If you're so proud of what you're doing, be a big boy, take that mask off your face, and let us see who you are. Take, take credit for what you're doing. And the same is true with Overman. Hey, Keith, grow a pair and put your own address up there and and where and where your kids are day by day let everybody know if you're going to do that to somebody else be willing for you, you be man enough to do it yourself put it up there first dock yourself before you dock somebody else so anyway 
Elon's catching a bunch of crap from the old fart media over at CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post, New York Times. I can't believe they would take my people out there. I can't believe that. Really? Where were you when all the conservatives were being taken off of Twitter? For mere words, not doxing anybody, not revealing the location of a little kid so that whack jobs can go after him and harm him. Not revealing the location of Elon's airplane every minute of every day when the man is receiving assassination uh, attempts on his life. Uh, where were you when Donald Trump, just for saying words, was taken off? Or many other conservatives, just for what came out of their mouths, they were taken off. CNN, you didn't say anything about that. You didn't have trouble with that. Uh, by MSNBC, you didn't have trouble with that. New York Times, you didn't have trouble with that. You were good, as long as they were conservative being taken off. And all they were doing was speaking. These guys have put out the location of minors, of very well-known people that are hated by the left right now so they can be attacked. Now, there's no doubt why they do it. They dox them so they can be attacked. And Elon said, I'm not going to have that on my platform. Anyway, Warren Rima coming up next. We'll have a good time on Friday. KTSA. Finding great candidates to hire can be...